are listening to Cold Lake Community Church Podcast. I hope today's message inspires you. Cold Lake Community Church, a place where families come together. I've entitled the message today, I Have Decided to Follow Jesus. Amen? Matthew chapter 4, verse 19, Jesus said to four disciples that were fishermen, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Two sets of brothers, Peter, who was at that time called Simon, Andrew, James, and John. All fishermen, they received the call to follow Jesus. I like Luke's rendition of it because it gives a little more detail. Luke chapter 5, verses 1 to 11. So it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitude from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And when they had filled the boats so that they began to sink, when Simon Peter saw this, he fell down at uh, Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. For he he and all who were with him were astonished at the great catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. Suppose Jesus himself asked you to do something today. How would you respond? The truth is that he has called every one of us to do something, to serve him. And a true Christian is a follower of Christ. Every true Christian is a follower of Christ. The first point I want to make today is that God knows what is best. He's got our life planned out, mapped out for us. 
And he knows what is best for us. You can trust his plan. In the natural, this looks like a carpenter advising a fisherman. It just don't make sense. Somebody who knows Coal Lake knows where those walleye are at. And if a pastor comes along to you like Hayward and says, guys, I think you should go out there in the deepest part of the lake and put down your hook and get a walleye. You say, man, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. I've been fishing this lake for years, and I know exactly where they are. And it's not where you said. The sea or the lake of Galilee was about 11 kilometers wide, 21 kilometers long, and has a maximum depth of 43 meters. That's 129 feet. Fairly deep, the deepest part. And uh, Simon, we recall, is a professional fisherman. And of course, he thought he knew more than Jesus. So when Jesus said, go out and to the deep and let down your net for a catch, Peter said, we've been working all night. We've toiled all night, and we've got nothing. A carpenter don't ask or tell a fisherman, where to fish. Plumbers don't take advice from accountants. And accountants don't take advice from cashiers. Right, Ben? And so, there's something about when Jesus speaks... It gets your attention. None of us can explain how we came into church or we turned on the TV or somebody spoke to us one day about Jesus and we decided to accept him. For most of us, it was the furthest thing from our mind the day we accepted Christ into our heart. But when Jesus used someone or something to get our attention, we said yes to him. When Jesus speaks, you learn to trust him and you learn very quickly. Simon Peter must have sensed this in Jesus. Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. But putting reason aside, he said, nevertheless, if you say it, I'll do it. Having done some commercial fishing, I can feel and sense the discouragement and the weariness in these men. Empty nets are hard to pull in. 
Because there's no buoyancy. All you have is the, is the sinkers, the lead, or whatever you have on the nets to keep them down to the bottom. And you've got to haul all of these together. And after all night doing that, you're tired, you're weary. And besides all that, you're discouraged. Because all of that work for nothing. Said, Master, we have toiled all night and we've caught nothing. But because you say so, I'll do it. I'll put them down one more time in a place that we haven't fished because you say so. Another thing that tells me there were no fish is that they were cleaning their nets. As a commercial fisherman, I know what that means. When your nets are dirty, that means there are no fish. And all of the twine, the mesh, gets full of slime. Algae grows quickly on those nets. And in the dark, down in the depths of the water, the fish comes by the net and it looks like a wall. And so rather than go through the mesh and try to get through the mesh, they just steer away, go along the wall and away and you would think there are no fish. I wonder how many times have I missed out on the Lord's doing something for me or through me because I was too reluctant to respond. I tried that, Lord, and it just doesn't work. I've shared my faith and they laugh at me. I share what God has done in my life and they gang up on me. They made jokes about me. Peter received more than Jesus had declared and imagined, had, that he had dared imagine. The nets were filled to the breaking point, and Peter and the others left everything to follow Jesus. The Bible says they forsook all and followed him. Secondly, what does it mean to follow Jesus? First of all, it means to commit your life, your whole life, to him. Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Acts 2.21, Romans 10.13 says, Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's a personal decision that nobody else in the world can make for you. Not your parents, not your children, not your spouse, not your brother, not your sister, not your friends. Nobody can make that decision for you. 
Some point in life, you've got to make a personal decision to follow Jesus Christ. And one day the Bible says, we shall all stand before God to give an account of what we have done in this life, whether it be good or whether it be evil. On that day, I will stand before God for myself. I will not be able to say anything concerning Effie. She won't be there by my side to support me and say what a good husband I was. You're not allowed to tell lies in heaven either. But do you know something? God desires a personal relationship with you and with me. Think about it. They left everything they owned, everything that they knew, everything that they had, everything that they loved, so that they could follow Jesus and be his disciples. And it was just as hard and just as difficult and just as unpopular to serve Jesus Christ when he was here on earth as it is today in this day and age in which we live. In Luke chapter 9, 23, Jesus shared three things with his disciples pertaining to what it means to follow him. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. Deny yourself. That means to say no to self and yes to God. In whatever he is asking me to do, say, yes, Lord, like Peter. Nevertheless, if you say so, I will do it. Take up your cross daily. That don't mean that you got to drag a wooden cross wherever you go. It's giving your whole life to God, to his service, regardless of the consequences. And it's not a one-time decision. And that's where a lot of us go astray. We say, I asked God to come into my heart. I prayed the sinner's prayer. And we allow that old account to become larger and larger and larger. But daily we need to take up our cross. Daily we need to make that choice. Jesus, I'm yours. I want to serve you today. And if I have failed you somehow, if I have caused someone to doubt the power of God, because of my life or because of my actions, please forgive me and help me to be better at this. And he will help you.
follow me means to follow his example. Live according to his word. His word is our standard. And this all begins with a simple prayer. So would you like to make a decision to follow Jesus today? Do you want to receive Christ as your Savior? Do you want to say, Lord, I want to be a part of your family? It's a decision that every one of us has to make. I'm going to ask right now, as the musicians come back, do you want to receive Christ as your Savior today? Maybe right now you're pondering it. But before this service is over today, you're going to see some things and hear some things that may stir your heart. Before this service is over, you may say, Pastor, I want to see Christ into my heart. You can do that. If you would like to receive Christ now, do you know that you may have come today and not intended to be baptized? And if the Holy Spirit is speaking to your heart today and you sense that you need to be, you may be. You might have to go home, drive home in wet clothes if you're not prepared. But that has happened before too. <laughs> Amen. But as every head is bowed now and every eye is closed, I just want to ask if there's anyone who wants to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior today, want to pray a prayer of dedication to him, would you just raise your hand, let me know that you want to receive Jesus into your life today? Anyone? It's hardly a week goes by when somebody they'll make a decision in the in the congregation or sends an email that I have made that commitment to Christ or places it on one of the connect cards in the seat. It's the best way to live. It's the best way to die. I want to lead you in a prayer of confession and repentance. So everyone who knows Jesus as your Savior you pray along with us as we pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I believe you love me so much that you gave your son Jesus to die on the cross in my place for my sin. He rose from the grave and descended into heaven. I agree with you that I'm a sinner because your word says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Please forgive me. I believe the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses me from all sin. 
Wash away my sin. I receive Jesus into my life to be my Lord and Savior. Your word declares that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Lord, I'm calling now. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by this teaching from Coley Community Church. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. Coley Community Church, a place where families come together.